Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, z weighingest, matching settiest, uh, weird ADHD time storyliniest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. 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 And oh my God. I, I just, okay. Like, I just need to start this episode by saying, like, you know, there's like those Venn diagrams that you're like, this will never exist in real life. When would these paths ever cross? <laughs> and like, never in a million, trillion, bazillion years did I think, yeah, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that Hillary Duff is on the show before she's on the show. Mm. And then she actually shows up. And then Z-Way is also going to be on the show. And the show that I'm watching is The Bachelor. Like Just, just a wild week. I was like, what is happening? I was happy about it all. But I was like, what's happening? And yeah, I don't know. And I feel like I hate almost everyone on the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was my big takeaway last week was I hate everyone. So keep the yeah. trainer rolling. At least now I, I kind of like, I, I hate like or like hate some of these people. So I'm good with that, I suppose. Okay, let's talk quickly about, because I teased this, and I'm not going to keep anybody waiting. I did have a back and forth conversation with one of the Bachelor contestants via email. Oh my gosh, what and happened? She, she got all of two minutes of screen time this week. And I was like, no, justice for our queen. Um, <laughs> so... So if you'll all recall, I said I was going to message Melina to update her website. Um, and she is the inventor of Kanga Boots, uh, which is a, a workout program. that, And they look like moon boots. And she she's even got a little hashtag Melina method and, and whatnot. And I sent, her, I sent her a note that her two links on her website were not working. And mm. she emailed me back and she said, thank you so much. I'm updating that right now. And I said, keep kicking butt. Now, I will say she has not updated the website. <laughs> <laughs> but she was very sweet via email. That's nice. She was super nice. And she's just, you know, like probably flaky like the rest of everybody I interact with. Mm -hmm. It's fine. <laughs> I'm the most reliable person I know. And I know that. Yeah. And it's fine. Um, but I did try to help. And I will say, like, I'm happy that I that she's like my personal favorite at the moment, because I think she came out of this episode looking the best, despite only getting a couple minutes of screen time. I appreciate someone who's willing to make a total ass of themselves on TV. Mm -hmm. And they just, you know, like they're in on the joke, you know, and she seems like that kind of person. And for that, I really appreciate her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, she she did good. She made the most of her two minutes of screen time. But really, I mean, this week was um it was mostly about just two women. And then I mean, well, yeah, the, like well, three the collateral women. damage that they've caused. Yeah, like three <laughs> women. So, okay, so also I realized once they mentioned I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that is kind of a big deal that they're back in the Bachelor Mansion. They are. Yeah. Uh, exciting. I I you know, it's funny too, because I don't know. I mean in a way, the mansion is kind of a character just because it's been so consistently there. Um, 
and and maybe I didn't think I would miss it, but then over the the course of the last few seasons where we've been in various hotels, it's like, nah, I, I kind of miss whatever that location brings to the show. I don't know why, you know, they they really they really coach the the ladies of the Bachelor to talk up just how important it is. But I will say it's it's nice. It's, it's it is nice. It's it is really just nice to be back in a familiar setting. Yeah. Um, but don't you know, get used to it because that Omicron surgeon. So uh, we'll see it at a resort. We're next going back season. to Nema Colon next <laughs> or wherever. Yeah. So, okay. But it was nice to see them back in there for now. And okay, this is a weird comment. So like Jesse is really trying to sell us on like, I'm a good host, I swear. And I'm just mm-hmm. kind of ready for more chaos than that. Like I'm yeah. still saying I want Aaron and James to host a season. And I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't want it to be this like, polished suit tie shit i'm done with that i'm done with no. that yeah. i want absolute chaos i want people comparing people to like dolphins in their natural habitat i want all that shit i i'm tired of this formulaic bullshit so mm-hmm. anyway well and we've talked about how you know chris harrison was a, he was a dinosaur anyways he was archaic yeah. he was a, a man from another time period and you kind of hold on to them just in, in the same way that they held on to the house. It's just like after a while, it becomes this this thing. And even if it's outdated, it's sort of uh, synonymous with the show in a lot of ways. Now, once you do away with Harrison, I think that opens up the door to, to really experiment and try some different things. And I don't know if the answer is just going back to, you know, like off-brand Chris Harrison. I, I don't think you need that. It doesn't offer you anything. You don't swear off Coca-Cola and buy a, a two liter of RC. It just doesn't work that way. Well, and if you're going to do off-brand Chris Harrison, this is, I, and I wouldn't even call him that because he's better than that. But um, do you know the like, not Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg? Not Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yes, do you know in fact, ta- I do. Okay, you know how I'm talking about. Okay, so so Mark Wahlberg, not the first one you're thinking of. Yeah. Um. Not the one from Boston who commits hate crimes. Right. (laughs) Like the cool one. Um, So he, so what did he all host? Um, Temptation Island, was it? Mm -hmm. And then also that terrible show uh, where you had to go on. Oh my God, I'm forgetting the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Where you had to go on and you had to tell, they put you up strapped to a lie detector. You had to tell the truth. And like you had to go up this pyramid and you make more money and it like ruined freaking lives, man. And he even said, so, okay. Oh gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what the show is, but I'm very into it. Okay. Let me see. Um, oh, it was called. Oh, it's called the moment of truth. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. Yeah. Okay. So, um, for any like YouTube fans, like Cody Co did a really good series with some moment of truth clips and stuff. And then his girlfriend, actually like went to school with like Mark Wahlberg's daughter. So they had him on a future episode (laughs) and asked him to talk about moment of truth. And he was like, it was the most like awkward (laughs) experience of my life. I'm watching these people's lives fall apart. I, I like encouraged them not to keep going and they kept going. Like I was like, I really don't think you want to answer the next set of questions. And they're like, no, it's okay. And he's like, are you sure? Um, (laughs) So it's really, anyway, he looks a lot like Chris Harrison and he kind of intimated in one of those interviews that maybe he was up for bachelor hosting at one point. 
Um, and so like, if you're going to bring somebody in, just bring in Mark Wahlberg because he looks like Chris Harrison. And I think he's like a much better dude in general. Like he mm-hmm. seems like, uh, much more with the times we'll say. Yeah. And like, yeah, not a dinosaur. And I don't think he would say anything like, uh, uh, what, what, what was the, what was the term again? Cancel culture police or some shit. Or what was it? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, So he wouldn't say anything like that. So like, if you're going to go that direction, just pick him. The thing that's weird is that Jesse said something to the, to the extent of, um, I know how this thing works and this thing can work. And they're like, are you married? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but not to who you ended up with on the show. Exactly. Why the fuck would you even bring that up? (laughs) It was so weird, right? Like, yeah. And that's like another argument for if you're going to have a, former contestant host have it be someone who's still married to the person that they met on the show like you know i know rachel's like done with the franchise for now but i would still really like to see her do it because i just really like her um but otherwise like you could jojo could host like Mm -hmm. she's done it a little bit already or she and jordan could co-host because i will say and it was nice to see them in a commercial Jordan, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I was like not into you for a while and just like not feeling you and just not thinking you were cool. Now I see what you've had to deal with in your family and I'm sorry. And I'm team Jordan now. So I've come around and I'm so sorry. There you go. Anyway, um, but wouldn't it be, I think it would be fun. Like if there was like a couple that co-hosted who have been together since the, you know, they were on the show. I think that would be sweet or maybe different seasons, different couples, but I think they're two of the most likable people who have been on the show. Yeah. Like widely likable. Yeah. Because the, the, the format of the show and it it doesn't really necessitate a host. So it's like you're using a host for general narration when needed. And then the other thing you use them for is, essentially advice right Right. this is the person that they go to this is the godfather you know and i don't know if the the current host is able to offer that because as you mentioned he yet yes jesse palmer is married no jesse palmer is not married to the person he met on the show (laughs) so i mean it's it's kind of hard. And I don't know, was Jesse Palmer ever on any of the spinoffs? He, I mean, he was just on the fifth season of The Bachelor, right? He never I think did that Paradise was or it. anything else. I mean, because yeah. he's pretty forgettable. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's like, I guess he can speak from the standpoint of being The Bachelor. Uh, but I, I think there's there's almost more value in having someone who's just been a a multiple time contestant vying for the love of someone like they would really understand the politics and the inner workings and be able to offer advice. Um, but again, I I don't think that ABC is even thinking about it as much as we are. They're like, we need someone who has broadcasting experience, bachelor experience, and has not done anything stupid in the last 10 years. And and they're like, Jesse, you're non-controversial. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. I get it. But that's the safe choice. So that's what I'm, you know, arguing against is like, don't just pick the safe choice. Like, and I agree. Like, why wouldn't you go with Wells? Like, there's just so many other people that I would have picked over him. If I had the option of casting, it would be better. So Mm -hmm. just saying. But anyway, um, so 
let's talk about the, this first group date. So um, the date card said something like, here's what dreams are made of. And then immediately I was like, hey, now, hey, now, this is what <laughs> dreams are made of. And I was like, no way is it going to be like a Lizzie McGuire friggin, you know, party or something. And then yeah. Hillary Jeff shows up and I was like, boom. Oh, my millennial dreams have come true. Um, yeah. Hello, I am Hillary Duff, fan of The Bachelor, and definitely not here to just promote how I met your father. Yeah. And I wrote, I'm the world's smartest person in all caps. Um, mm. And then she was like, we're going to have a little birthday party. And um, and it was like, OK, everyone's going to set up for this birthday party. And because we don't want to pay people to do it. So you have to do it. And everybody kind of like divided and conquered. See, Walter's even like upset about how this went down. Because here's the deal. We had different people at different stations, right? It was like someone even baked a freaking cake. Like, I would oh, be yeah. like, no. I, I don't think they made the cake, though. They just like, they just, like decorated. decorated it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's Still like, a difficult task. Okay, nonetheless. This isn't great British bake off. Um, So... <laughs> So somebody like decorated the cake. Melina uh, dressed up like an a-hole clown and put like party hats all over her her head and and wore like a tutu and stuff. And I thought that was great. And then there was like a playhouse and and stuff like that that people had to had to put together. And then Cassidy just comes out of essentially nowhere and is like, I'm going to be a villain. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And she was like, I don't feel like doing any of this crap. This stuff is beneath me and I'm not doing it. And I and I know the name of the game and I just want to hang out with Hillary Duff and Jesse or Jesse and Clayton. See, they're so interchangeable that I just <laughs> literally said Jesse. That there needs to be a different host. Um, and she's like, like, screw Gabby, who is putting this together. I'm gonna do it myself. And like, I don't wanna support Gabby. Because I don't think I don't really like her either. <laughs> but I get why I would be pissed if I was her too. Like, yeah, you know, and um, yeah, she's just like, okay, this is what we're supposed to be doing is we're supposed to be working on this house. And she doesn't care. And she's just like, hey, Clayton, come over here. And they're like making out by the pool. And then they, I don't know, they make out like three times. And, and then she like goes and talks to Hillary Duff. And even Hillary Duff is on her shit. And she's like, no, I see. She's just trying to do whatever she can do to get ahead. And uh, I see it. I see it. Now, um, yeah. with, with Cassidy here, this is great because on the one hand, she's not wrong because, I mean, if you think about it, uh, she, she's here for Clayton. Now, this is, this is simplifying things to a, a massive degree, which I will clarify. But um, who the fuck is this kid that we're throwing a birthday party for? I don't know. You don't know. Some random kid. Really confused. I was like, are are any of these kids Hillary Duff's kids, or they're just random kids? Just, just kids. They're. I mean, they are clearly. They're like, really they trying to hired. drive home the idea of like Clayton likes kids. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, well, he likes <laughs> so kids. Weird. Yeah, any kid, he just likes a kid just in grab general. All, yeah, well, but you know that's okay because uh, what is the Dimitri Martin joke? When you get specific, that's that's when it's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, like I love kids. Fine. I love 12 year olds. No, no. Too specific. Too specific. Gotta keep it yeah. general. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and she says she's, she's completely honest about things. She's like, I don't give a fuck about any of these kids. Great. Well, neither this do I. Was weird. It was weird <laughs> that she said it to the kids though. Oh yeah. No, that's what I was getting to. And then she was honest with the kids. She's like, I don't even like kids. 
I just want to, you know, make out with Clayton and maybe hang out with Hillary Duff because I love Hillary Duff. It's like, yeah. So it's weird because she is, at, on one hand, she is playing the game. Like she is, you know, boxing out all the other contestants, getting all this time in with Clayton, saying the right things, doing the right things. And on the other hand, she's being radically honest and just being like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. So it's it's a great setup for a villain because she knows how to play the game and she's also like, she's, it's completely mask off. I don't give a shit. Like, this yeah. is just who I, mean, I am. Even the kids, though, were like, what the fuck's your deal, lady? Like, yeah. you just, know, they were like... Practicing radical honesty and, and creating the realization that I am a colossal asshole. Yeah, it's wonderful. Like, I don't even like you. And it's like, I don't know. I really have a hard time with anyone who's just like, I can't stand kids. Because I'm like, that's like, I don't know. That You're saying you don't like a wide swath of people. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't like any kids, like none. They're just all terrible to you. Like that mm-hmm. to me is like, I don't know. That's the whole thing about you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I that's think, weird and you know, I, I don't have kids. I don't necessarily want kids because it's a lot of work. And that's the thing with kids is they're a lot of work and they can be fucking annoying, but some of them are pretty cool. So that's fine. Well, they <laughs> seem like chill, like, like they're like child actors, they're, right? They're, yeah. They're, they're all just like. like Totally well-behaved, fine kids, not a problem. Yeah, exactly. It's like these these children are are paid and probably have like, you know, a, emotional trauma from having to be so well-behaved their entire lives. And yet you're just like, man, eh, these kids are shitheads, which is yeah, amazing. Like, some of them are already going to develop drug problems pretty mm-hmm, young. So why mm-hmm. are you giving them more shit to deal with? Okay. They're already, they're already like the kids who've been told, like, you're so responsible for your age. That's a lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah. Like, just let them enjoy this day where instead of like having to memorize a bunch of lines, they get to like eat cake that you tripped and fell and dropped because you ah, think you're so funny you're such is, an asshole such, such a an move. asshole i was, was so was, mad uh, gabby made the cake right was it yeah. gabby no yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. it wasn't gabby it was oh, genevieve no, it was genevieve. genevieve genevieve sorry genevieve uh, and gabby look a lot of like i also got confused yeah so genevieve yeah. yeah genevieve worked really hard on the cake i don't i mean i don't have any strong opinions about genevieve one way or the other she but she seems seemed really like, sweet she's like yeah. quiet sweet family oriented like seems like a cool person and i was just like what the fuck dude like that's yeah. so rude like if you made the cake and you dropped it that would be a different issue entirely but sure. when you didn't make the cake and then you make the decision like i'm gonna drop it because i think it's funny like i think that's so disrespectful and and i get the whole like i'm not here to make friends thing but rarely does that work in your favor you know no. like I can think of two villains that that's worked out for and it didn't work out in the long run. And that's Courtney and Vienna. Like, I can't think of anybody else where it's like, and it's, that's it's worked com- out long term. Sure. And it's completely reasonable to take the stance of I'm not here to make friends like that is not my a number one purpose on this show, obviously. But also that doesn't necessarily mean that you should take a scorched earth approach to this show because it's not going to work out for you. Because you're not the only opportunistic person here. And a quick way to get ahead, if you're a couple of points behind, as we have seen in this very episode, where someone who probably has elicited the response, who the fuck is that, is just like, hey, Cassidy's uh, a, a fake ass hoe and a, and a dickhead. And Clayton's like, oh, no. Like, it, it's, it's so simple. You set yourself up for this. Like, you are just 
you're you're opening yourself up. You're you're making yourself vulnerable to attacks from the other contestants. If you want to be evil and conniving, you got to do it on the DL. Uh, so Cassidy, I I predict that like the other villain we are introduced to, it seems like she is primed and ready to burn bright and completely fizzle out. But my God, it'll be nice watching her burn bright. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I think that's the other thing too. Like with Vienna and with Courtney, I mean, they were fun to watch. I gotta say, um, but they also knew how to play the game and kind of. You know, like they were clearly the villains, but I don't know. They like walked that line better. They mm -hmm. had more finesse about it. Um, or, you know, even like Corinne, I mean, she didn't make it all the way, but she was like, she was the, I do think she was the perfect villain, like the perfect villain. There was never a better one. Uh, Cause she was really fun to watch too. Like you wanted to see what she would do. I'm so tired of Cassidy. I don't care what the fuck she does anymore. She's so annoying to me. She's so annoying. And that thing that she's like, ugh, God, when she said, what did she say? Like, um, I spend as little time around you small people as possible. Cool. Shut up. <laughs> Leave them alone. Like as someone who is like very pro kids, like, you know, has has been a babysitter, a nanny, a small person teacher. Like, I'm just like, what is your yeah. deal? Leave them alone. Like, they can sniff out your BS and they are as tired of you as you are of them. So just leave them Absolutely. alone. Well, I mean, she is, she, Cassidy is, she's like the lawful evil. Like, she, it's just, everything is just out there and it's so dogmatic. Like, her, her just, her commitment to just being a dick. That's who she is. <laughs> Dogmatic. And I appreciate that description <laughs> of her behavior. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's good, too, because we have a lawful evil, and then later we get a chaotic evil, and we get these two villains. Sure. And I want to see them, like, collide or team up. Like, I need I need this on this show. This is what the show needs. So, okay. And I, okay, I got confused later, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, But yeah, so Cassidy's all, like, game on bitches, you know, when everybody's, like, ganging up on her and stuff. Uh, after or at the end of the day, we get to see a couple nice like one on one moments. And I really do like Teddy a lot. Like she's super. Very she's sweet. like the only one. I mean, one of the only women I like on the show. I don't I mean, we know that at the end it's going to be a bunch of blonde women. So which is hard. It makes it very difficult to, to know who it's going to be. because, Like I can't make an actual prediction because in the little scenes that they show of you know, oh, here this woman's crying at the end, and blah blah blah. There's there's like ten different blonde women right now that that could be. I don't know. Yeah, which one I is. mean, I know that I could like rewind and compare faces, but I'm not oh, doing that. So no, it would take serious forensic analysis. No, I cannot thank glance you. at the too screen many and blonde know. women. Uh, so like it's sad because I like Teddy the most, and I'm like, I know you're not going to make it like super far, maybe, mm -hmm. but maybe like final four. Um, cause we know she's not in the last three, but anyway, but she's so cute. And she's like, I'm not, sh I wasn't sure if you still liked me. And it's like, it's been one date, Teddy. All right. Pump the brakes. Like he still likes you. It's okay. It's no. a weird situation. I get it. Um, he says he likes Sierra's like bubbliness and, uh, yeah, Gabby just annoys me. Sorry, Gabby. But she's just like, I love kids and I'm a kid. So <laughs> So funny. I'm baby. I'm so funny. <laughs> Just like, okay. Um, and then we find out that this that Susie's gonna get the one-on-one. -on -one, and after our deep dive on Susie last week, you're welcome. Uh <laughs> we get to understand her a little bit better. Um, 
Okay, but back to the group date. So, oh God, yeah, Cassidy just becomes really condescending. I hate I hate the way that she says girl. I hate the way that she pulled Clayton again and she made out with him. Clayton likes it though. He's like, she's oh, he's a smoochy machine. He loves her. it. Like it's like she's going the extra mile, and I really like that. And but everybody recognizes that she's making zero friends. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, and and I think that Clayton is at best kind of bland and at worst just kind of an unlikable doof with no personality. Uh, but to his credit, how many times are you going to be in a socially acceptable situation wherein 30 beautiful people are vying for your affection and you can make out with them without consequences? And he has realized this and he's he's going for it. How many people has he kissed so far, do you think, between the first two episodes? Like, like half, half, half the a cast? dozen? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said more than me. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's been very smoochy, smoochy, smoochies. I don't know. Um, that's something I say to Walter. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He likes it. He likes, he likes kissing people. He's into Cassidy. Um, you know, all the little pickup lines that the women are using. He's like, yeah, all of them can work on me. I'm cool with it. So yeah. So I don't know. Everything's coming up Clayton right now. Well, for now, um, I have a question for you. Was, is Serene a teacher? Was she the one who is a teacher? Ooh, um, shoot. Let me, I I have their headshots pulled up. Let me look at her and then I will tell you. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's a teacher. Okay. I thought so. Cause I know, cause I remembered one. I was like making dinner at this point and I was like, shoot, did I miss the name? Um, but yeah, I, I liked hearing a perspective from a teacher who was like, oh, I like being around kids and this was nice. And it was nice to kind of have fun and not, you know, like not just do the work stuff, but have fun. And she enjoyed it. And I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but despite all of the cute, nice ladies, Cassidy still gets the group girls. <sighs> um, <laughs> annoying. Also, breaking news. Um, it, Clayton may have set a night one record with five, count them, five different smoochy partners. And I believe he had two or three in addition to the original five. So I think that brings our tally to eight across two episodes, which is he's, he's moving through them fast. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, good for you, Clayton. You know, this is your moment. This is your moment. No one's ever going to want to kiss you that much ever again. (laughs) So those odds. Um, so, oh, who is, okay, so this is the one part that I was confused about is, like, Cassidy is bitching about Susie getting the one-on-one with some mm-hmm. other person, and was that Shanae, or who was that? I just, I wrote something derogatory, um, so I, I don't remember I don't who it was. Know. I I I recall the conversation. I'm picturing it in my head. I don't know who that person is. It could be one of a thousand different blonde people that I'm unfamiliar with. I mean, because you were saying, what if they paired up? I thought they, I thought they did. Like, because at some point, well, okay, at some point, Cassidy disavows herself of Shanae. But mm-hmm. I thought at this point it was the two of them talking. And then also the flight instructor was upset because like Susie 
um, got the helicopter date and she wanted it because like she flies helicopters. Yeah, I do helicopter. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, because no one else is allowed to own helicopters. Or Nobody. Um, no, I think she's I think she's sweet, too. But like that was like a weird comment that I feel like someone made her say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but yeah, so so they're bitching about Susie, but Susie's the one who gets the one-on-one date. And I don't have a lot to say about it because I don't feel like I learned anything. I learned so much about Susie by like stalking her Instagram. I don't feel like I learned shit about her from from all this stuff. Like no. the fact that she was a Disney entertainer or any of that stuff, like didn't learn any of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you learn anything new about Susie? Did I've I miss learned something? nothing new about Susie. And okay. it, part of it is because it doesn't seem like we're getting a lot here at this point. And the other thing is, God, what a what a bland date. Like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what's the <laughs> issue. It was like we're having dinner at a loft, and there's going to be music and dancing. And I mean, it feels like classic it. Bachelor in a lot of yeah, ways. Like yeah. maybe that's why, because it's just like, oh, a helicopter ride, and then we're on a boat, and then there's... do we miss construction paper? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and then I maybe. Gosh, look look what the show has done to my brain. And then you know, then the dinner, and then it's just like. And then the night is perfect because we get to dance to a hit song by person you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, it's just very formulaic. Very formulaic. And and not only that, but it it's not cool in any way. Like it's no. not a lot of yeah. these a lot of the dates are are often kind of like, ooh, over the top, like, wow, you know, what a dream date. Uh, or they are so they sort of like reflect the interest and personality of of the bachelor bachelorette and this one does neither so it's just kind of like you know this this is your your bog standard generic costco brand bachelor date and i i don't think we really got to know the person on the date or clayton better uh, although although it does lead me to believe that uh, we're going to have to see if this plays out since there is a mysterious blonde woman at the end crying that I, I don't know um, <laughs> who it is. Uh, I, I suggested last season that early one-on-one dates have more weight to them than later one-on-one dates. So let's see if that plays out. Let's see if, if our gal makes it to the end here. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, Susie is billed as like, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little different. I'm a little wild, you know, I'm kind of spunky. You can't contain me. Yeah, look at me. I I, uh, went to Japan and then learned something Brazilian. Woohoo! Like, pretty wild. Uh, But anyway, so it's, yeah, I didn't, like, they could have capitalized off of that and given her the thrill date, and they didn't. Um, it was just kind of odd, right? Like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, and it was also weird that like Cassidy was like, oh, it's Susie. Of course. And I'm like, of course, of course I, don't, what? I don't know. Like, of course she gets the date. And I'm like, Ugh. well, we didn't see it outside of like, she's cute. And it, I guess it makes sense, but it was just kind of like weird. Like when they're like, of course she gets the date. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, I have nothing to say about this date. Uh, and then and then uh, I don't have a lot to say about, uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about any of that stuff. But I do have things to say about the next group date. So, oh, okay. so good. So, so, so the next group date card says, I don't want anything to stand in the way of our love. And, and then they like walk into this classroom 
And who's there but Z-Way? And I lost my mind. And I was like very confused. And I was also like checking the channel. Like, am I watching the right show? Am I on Showtime? What is happening here? I can't believe it. Um, for those of you who do not know who Z-Way is, um, get on Instagram. <laughs> Go to <laughs> at Z-Way-F. And uh, you'll find some of her amazing series, Baited, one of the best programs I have ever watched in my life. Um, and then, you know, if, you, if you're if uh, you fancy and you got Showtime, then you can also <laughs> watch her on Showtime because she got her own show after doing Baited. Actually, you know what? Oh, wait. Let me just make sure that there are still Baited episodes and I'm not like leading mm. you on and you can't find them anymore. Um, I believe that they <laughs> do still exist. Um, yeah, if you go to videos, you'll find, um, recordings that other people did that she ended up posting on, on her Instagram for baited. And she's also interviewed some people who have been on the bachelor before. So she is a bachelor nation fan. She really is. Um, how, how familiar are you with Z-Way? Cause I'm, I'm kind very. of a super fan. Okay. Like I, I, I know that she's a, a person and I know baited exists, but I don't, I don't know anything about her uh, outside of that. Okay, everyone should watch Baited. Um, she she started her series by interviewing like pretty controversial people who had said who had probably like been canceled in some way or another for the most part, and then asked them like really pointed questions, like like anti racist questions, and then just watched people like flounder. But oh, she <laughs> she built it as a comedy show. It's like a very bizarre show and i'm not going to say anymore to ruin it for anyone but she interviewed people like Alyssa milano and caroline calloway and rose mcgowan and um who's that person uh from bon appetit um oh my god i'm allison roman i mean you had me um, at caroline calloway that's yeah that's that <laughs> interview is uh as chaotic as you would assume and um but yeah so anyway the the thing that was hard and i'm sure she felt this I, I have questions. I have questions. I don't know if she'll ever share. I don't know. Um, I went on her Instagram to see what she had posted. I hadn't looked at like her stories or, or reels or whatnot, but um, I did check her Instagram posts, like her grid. I'm so old. I don't know, but I'm, I'm weird. Right. Cause I'm like Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. I'm like, I'm confused. Um, but yeah, so, so her latest Instagram post was, she did post about her being on the bachelor. And the thing that's weird is the things that she would normally take people to task for, even if it was like in a jokey, funny way, um, did not happen on the show, which was just kind of bizarre because I mean, and, and the, the one thing that was like a relief to me was that people in the comments were like, what the fuck is up with this shenanigans shit? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you. I thought I was losing my mind for a minute because that's the kind of shit that she would never just let fly. But she is also kind of the person who just lets people talk and dig their own graves. Yeah, which right? which I really like. I mean, that's right. um same thing with, have you ever watched All Gas, No Breaks or Channel 5? They do the same no, thing. No, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of what she does on her show where it's like mm -hmm. she'll ask people questions and well, hand them and, a shovel <laughs> and just let them talk for 10 minutes and not interrupt. And she'll say things like, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. So, and then she'll kind of like repeat back what they said, like, oh, so you said this. 
okay, uh, you know, and that's it. Like, no, I think that's good or I think that's bad or mm-hmm. you shouldn't say that. She's just like, okay, moving on. And you can see the regret in their faces. And she just keeps going, you know, and you're like, okay, so that's kind of her show. So yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, watch baited on Instagram. And then um, she's got a much more formal, much more uh, fancier people that she interviewed uh, on her show on Showtime, including Stacey Abrams, where she (laughs) tried to get her to say, I'm trying to remember, it was like, drop it low for democracy or something. (laughs) And she, you know, and Stacey Abrams, the consummate professional would not get go that far, but you know, entertained it a little bit and was a good sport and it was sweet. But anyway, I would a hundred percent drop it low for democracy. <laughs> well, personally. she has she has a music video and everything, you know. So, um, <laughs> she's such an excite. When you're talking about chaos, like besides my dog here, just adding color commentary to our whole uh, recording today, um, she is very chaotic and a very fun way. I guess she's, she's chaotic. Good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like she wasn't used to her full potential, but I'm not sure if that was her idea or their idea or a combination. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about all of that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm curious to see if she has any more to say about it, but she has interviewed, like I said, people in bachelor nation before. So she interviewed, um, Rachel and Taylor and I can't think of who else, but, uh, I think she's had a couple other people on the show. Oh, also this was actually one of the best interviews that she did, um, was with Alexis Nyers. Um, mm. yeah, uh, that was, she really like kicks butt. Um, actually, hold on one second. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that I remember Alexis Haynes now. Um, and I couldn't remember. I thought for some reason, I wasn't sure if she is she, her pronouns or not, but she does. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, Alexis <laughs> Haynes was like super kick-ass and just like a really interesting interview. I would definitely recommend that one. That was one of the best ones that I saw. Um, okay. So moving on from that, uh, the, this whole, this whole thing was confusing. I liked some of the like terms she was using, like kitten fishing and zombieing and breadcrumbing. I really liked Mm -hmm. that. Um, I liked some of the like question and answer stuff that they did. And then the obstacle course just kind of felt like they felt like they weren't doing enough. So like, let's do a little bit more. That was kind of weird to me. I don't know how you felt about it. Yeah. You uh, liked the obstacle course. I no, I, I I, I think they just needed something that was more actiony and I, I don't know even even the the red flags thing is is that was weird and it, it felt a little bit forced like there was no oomph or or real uh, there's nothing of intrigue essentially i think like, the yeah oh go ahead i was just saying, like the only thing they really tried to mine out of it was like um they're like she was like have you ever cheated on anyone and yeah. the girl was just like does high school count and she's like, yes. She's like, okay. And they like cut to someone else. She's like, you should never cheat on anyone. Blah. It's just like, I don't know. What if she's 14? Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, I was like, like <laughs> high school doesn't count at the end. Um, yeah, you're not an adult. Your brain is not fully formed. I don't think this is fair. Like middle school and high school, it was still like you might date someone for a day. It does not freaking count. Yeah, it does, uh, does not count. And as someone who is like very, very opposed to infidelity, I'm still saying that. So anyway. Um, but yeah, here's the deal. Like the biggest red flag in the whole 
in the whole day didn't get addressed. And that was Shanae calling herself Shanae. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That, that was, was just nuts. the biggest red flag of red flags. And I was like, and that was the thing that was weird. It was like, why is no one saying anything? Well, you know? And, and now that I understand the Zyway persona a little bit more, it kind of makes sense how she, I mean, clearly we got a watered down version of her, but she didn't, she wasn't like, oh, Shanae, huh? She's just like, oh yeah. Like she's just like, she's like, just uh-huh, let her keep going. Uh-huh. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. That's like very, like that is like classic Z-Way style. Like it's exactly what she does. But yeah, it was just, it was just really strange. Uh, but yeah, all of the, all of the comments uh, on Z-Way's Instagram are really good on that. And some people were like, I was ready to come for her. So thank you. I still don't like it. You know, that was a red flag all by itself, racially charged as fuck. Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. The is coming out. Yeah, oh, it's boy. like, oh my God. But yeah, so I think she did a great job. It was really cool to see her on there. Yeah. Um, she is just like, yeah, she's just like one of my favorite uh, entertainers at the moment. So again, oh, and, I and then, can't and then believe we get, she uh, was on the show. The, the first indication that... Uh, you know, Shanae may have a couple of screws loose. Uh, I mean, we get <sighs> the like the weird reaction to what's going on in the room. Like she seems angry, but but we're unable to ascertain what specifically she's angry at. Um, then she does a little dance for us, which you're like, okay, I guess she's a little outgoing and kooky, and that's fine. And then all the Shanae stuff, and you're like, oh, so we got a little 2004 retro racism going on. I bet this is leading to a bad place that's going to be fun to watch on television. And boy, howdy, did it ever. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And so this is weird. So Elizabeth, she accuses Elizabeth of shoving her, right? No. Or Elizabeth shoves, (laughs) wait, Shanae shoves Elizabeth? Shanae shoves Elizabeth, okay? Okay. And Elizabeth's like, what the fuck? But like, she doesn't say anything to Clayton or anything. Okay, she, that's and then, what, that was the note that I had. But then I was like, wait, did I have that backwards? But I didn't. No. Okay. Okay. So to clarify what's going on. Yeah, because what happened? <laughs> this is it is amazing what happened. Okay, so Shanae, because I actually I, I went back and I rewatched it because I was certain that I had missed something. But this is it. Same. Okay. Good. Okay. So. uh Shanae shoves Elizabeth during the little, whatever, red flag obstacle course, whatever's going on. Um, and then she's like, well, yeah, you know, I'm competitive and blah, 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 and, and all this stuff. And Elizabeth just kind of brushes it off. She doesn't really care that much. Like, she says something, but she's not, like, running to Clayton crying or anything. Right. Now, later, Shanae calls out Elizabeth for being, quote, two-faced because she said Elizabeth was really nice and talkative to her on night one, but on night two, she wasn't as talkative. Um, Elizabeth then apologizes for the first time, and this is of like three different apologies. For the first time, Elizabeth apologizes, and basically she says, listen, I have ADHD, and this is a house full of 30 women, so a lot of times when multiple people are talking... I I have difficulty like tracking individual like like co- lines of conversation. 
So okay, I'm, but wait, I'm sorry she, if you felt ignored. <laughs> she didn't even say though that she had ADHD, right? I mean, to no. be fair, she just was talk. She was just like, I have trouble tracking conversation. Yes. I have trouble yeah. processing. Exactly. And, and, and then the ADHD just, thing was, I guess it was a, it was, it was said explicitly off camera and then brought up later. Yeah, and then so, the Shanae stuff, th- then it just flies off the fucking handle. And I don't know what she's mad about. It so is, this is wild. This, this is the thing that's weird, right? Like Elizabeth is obviously just trying to like explain why someone might have felt put out by the way that she was acting and, and was just like, here's the deal. It didn't feel like an excuse. It felt like a legitimate no. reason. Like, Hey, there's a lot of shit going on and I'm just trying to keep it all straight. And I'm really sorry if that made you feel like weird. And also like, this is one of those times where you can say, I'm sorry that you felt that way. <laughs> like this is like one of those, I believe valid moments to say that, you know, cause she's like, mm-hmm. it wasn't intentional. <laughs> if you thought I looked this kind of way, I was dealing with this internally. So just so you know, it wasn't person. Like I didn't mean it. I don't want you to feel that way. Like, I'm sorry. And I know you didn't like Elizabeth from the get go, but I thought that that all made sense and wasn't. Yeah, a, I mean, I, I feel I feel much better about Elizabeth now because my God, like I I just I didn't like her her vibes essentially, but now it just seems like she's just like trying to hang out, trying to do this thing, like she's not trying to stir the pot, and Shanae is just coming for her and repeatedly and aggressively. So we have this, and then. Later, she goes as far as to actually tell Clayton, like to his face, like, oh, I think she's here for the wrong reasons and blah, blah, blah. And then Clayton has to have a conversation with her and she has to explain herself again. And then uh, this is where it, it gets even wilder. Shanae uses this as, as an opportunity to tell all the other women in the house, oh, you know, you, she's got ADHD and blah, blah, blah. It's just like talking about this on Elizabeth's behalf and also throwing Elizabeth under the bus and being a shithead. And it's, it's just like completely deranged on multiple levels because it's like one, Elizabeth doesn't owe you anything. Two, she gave a very reasonable explanation why you may have felt slighted and apologized, even though she really didn't have to, but she did. And then the fact that you continue to pursue this as though something horrible has happened to you, and you're talking about someone else's shit that they deal with, it's just like, what the fuck are you doing, Shanae? It is absolutely nuts. I I don't... (laughs) like this, This kind of behavior is... Wild. This it was is what really I weird. For. It was just really weird. Like it just came. It just all felt like it came out of nowhere. Like the okay. The only red flag that I have with Elizabeth is that she said she low key freestyle rapped at college. I was like, you just don't need to say that. Um, like, <laughs> I that don't want to like, hear that. <laughs> like I'm not. I, and the smartest thing she did was say, "I'm not going to do anything about that on this episode." Thank you. And I was like, "Don't do whatever. Just like keep." Keep putting it off till the end of time. Yeah, let um, that be a fun Elizabeth thing that you yeah, just keep. That to we just we'll just sit and wonder how good you were, which probably like wasn't very good. So, so that was <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, that was like the only thing I thought she explained herself well. I thought she presented herself well, and Shanae just like wants to have someone to hate. She wants to have a reason why things aren't going well, 
And, and yeah. And the, and the weird thing is like, don't ever out somebody's like, you know, anything. Don't ever out somebody's <laughs> personal information without their permission. Like, she was explaining herself to you one-on-one. She she didn't even say ADHD on camera. And now you're going around telling people, well, she's blaming it on her ADHD. I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is your deal? Like, that oh. is, has nothing Shanae's to got- do with you. She's got the chaotic evil down. Okay. So let's, let's look at the stat line here. Um, She is deeply, deeply insecure, which is pretty obvious in her behavior. Um, She is profoundly dumb from what I can tell. Uh, She, she doesn't listen well. Uh, And on top of that, she is kind of malicious in her pursuit of, of Clayton. So, we have all these things kind of coalescing around a single human being. And all I want, I just, I, I want a villain battle. I want head to head. I want Shanae versus Cassidy. I want their, their evil energies to collide into a supernova uh, because holy shit. Like, and this is good too, because if Cassidy is the villain that I expect and, and kind of the modern bachelor villain of just a, a woman who has watched the show. She knows how it works. She, she knows why she's here and she's just doing her shit and she's fine with being open about just, you know, fucking shit up. Doesn't care. Shanae is just horse blinders on completely like bull in a China shop, just smashing everything around her. Um, and, and I, and I love that. It genuinely surprises me. Like I know Shanae is going to do something that makes me uncomfortable, uncomfortable or say like, what the fuck? but I never know what it's going to be. And it's great to see. Uh, I guess the only other thing is, is we're not getting to know if any of these women on the show this, this season are interesting or cool or a good match for Clayton or any, like the best we're getting are people being like, this fucking sucks because there's two (laughs) women kind of like taking up all the time or someone like Jill, who is just like overwhelmed with emotion. And she's just like, I'm shy and I can't even talk to him. Which is, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. So sorry, Jill. It's all. Yeah. The whole thing is just weird. I really hate Shanae and Cassidy for two different reasons. And I just think that they could have as little screen time as possible and I would be fine with that. Um, I want it to be just them doing crazy shit. No, I want them gone. I want them gone. I'm so annoyed. And I'm just like, take me back to the days where I actually enjoyed the people on the show because this ain't it. And it bums me out. And usually the Bachelor seasons are better because I like the women more than the men. And I like yeah. watching all the women together. And a lot of the times they're very talented and interesting and bring a lot to the table. I mean, obviously we have an inventor on, on our season. Very exciting stuff. She gets all of five minutes of screen time and like gets the final little like blooper piece. And that's freaking it. And so super annoying like that. We I don't know. I hate this stuff, especially because it just like makes no sense. Like when it makes <laughs> sense, I like it, but it just makes no sense. And I'm oh, it makes zero sense. That's yeah. what like I'm just I'm just riding the chaos wave at this point because I I my my whole thing coming into this after the first episode was like, I mean, you know, like Teddy's cool, but there's not a lot of people that are truly standing out to me as good or interesting people. And even if there were, I don't like Clayton. So if there's someone that I like on the show, do I really want her to date him? I don't know about that either. So I might as well watch Shanae get mad because someone didn't talk to her one time. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just a weird season. Uh, I know. Can sure you imagine like you. knowing a person like that, like having to be around them? Yes, I know. I know exhausting. people like that. I know people like that. They're not in my life anymore, but I know people like that who are that exhausting. And then I decided, oh, it's not worth it because I don't know. We've all been through our twenties. Um, yeah. Oh, she's just yeah. I've I've dealt with people like that and they're like pathological liars. They're like so centered on their own shit and everyone else is a problem. There was somebody that I was friends with for a while and I was kind of like begrudgingly friends with them, you know, and it was like and she would tell these stories where it was like everybody's an asshole but me. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this person screwed me over for a job. This person doesn't know what they're doing. This person sucks. This person was a bad friend. And I'm like, and for a while I was like, wow, you just have really bad luck, huh? And then I was like, oh no, you're just a terrible person. (laughs) That's what it is. That's why you think everyone sucks because good people don't get jerked around that often. Like, you're just terrible like and yeah she's just like perpetual victim type of person like yeah it's amazing that she did the shoving and she complained so much that i thought my notes were wrong (laughs) what a gaslighter anyway uh eliza brings a scrapbook to the date so that's cute um (laughs) this is another thing where i'm like like this is the the cringy stuff that's that's kind of like just beneath the surface here it's just a little flavor for this season but keep in mind in week one we had a woman give a photo to clayton and she was just like i want you to hold this with you always it's a 100 year old photo of my great-grandparents when they immigrated to the united states or like something like that it's just like an old ass photo don't give that to him and then she's like i love scrapbooking it is so important to me i love to do this i want to make a scrapbook with with you whoa pump the brakes (laughs) Why don't you wait until you win or at least get a little further along? Because well, hmm, I mean, you that know, feels okay. like weirdly personal. I would argue that Ryan of Trista and Ryan really set the tone for these types of gifts because this mm-hmm. was like Ryan's thing and it won him the season. And I did. He wasn't even my favorite. I'm sorry, Ryan, but you weren't my favorite. But I'm glad you two are together for a long time. And now I like you a lot. So again, well, yeah, because so it's like around. it's like shorthand, right? Because yeah. here are my interests. Here's what's important to me. Here is a reflection of my values. And because you don't have time to like build that in a normal, organic human way, so this is what they have to do. <laughs> but it's yeah. just so weird. So Ryan's like, you know, here's a poem that expresses my feelings. And so he started with the poem, but like since then, I feel like people have been upping the ante, and they're like, oh yeah, of course the sentimental stuff is gonna is gonna get me far, you know. And he was like, kind of the trailblazer for that. And then since then, it's been like, yeah, like poems, scrapbooks, like old photos, old family heirlooms. And from what I've heard, it sounds like most of the time, if like they don't make it all the way, they do get those things returned to them, which is probably but like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, don't do it in the like do it when you're in the final three, maybe. I don't know. It's just kind of an odd thing. Um, So, okay, so we're so we get to the group date We're we're near the afterwards, like we get to the cocktail party, right? And, um, I mean, that's where like the, the, um, scrapbooking thing I think comes in, but anyway, yep. so Cassidy has a rose and she still comes in and makes out with, with Clayton. Cause she's annoying. Cause duh. And, <laughs> but then here's the deal. We find out that Cassidy has a fuck buddy back home. Dum, dum, dum. Which totally fine and normal, but maybe don't talk about it on the bachelor, especially when you're going to come as hard as you're coming right now and just well, go after everyone. And it- 
like she was like, she didn't take off her mic pack and go say it somewhere quiet. She was like in, at the pool in her swimsuit, fully mic'd up talking to someone about it. Yep. Like, like, it, like she BT wasn't dub. even trying to hide it. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah. So like he texted me and he was like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going on a show. And he was like, well, when you're done with the show, I would love to hang out with you. And she's like, he doesn't know I'm here, but that's kind of cool. And he's like, well, whatever show it is, I'll wait for you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure who that was that was telling. I missed the name of the person telling Clayton that about Cassidy. Did you get it? Um, I believe it was, hold on. Let me look at my, my mug shots here. Oh, also um, who's the Olympian? Uh, cause I, we should totally make a point that there's a fucking Olympian on the show, but instead we're spending time talking about these two, these two mediocre women, which is just very annoying to me. Yeah. So, so the girl that takes advantage of it, she's smart cause she really hasn't had a lot of time. I believe it was Tessa. If I'm Tessa? not mistaken. Okay. And I'll believe she, is, you. she has a lot of body glitter on. She looks lovely. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah. And this is, this is a perfect opportunity because here's a person who is an unlikable dick, uh, who owns the fact that they're a total dick and here's Tessa. And I mean, God, I, I just had to look, I had to figure out, I had to like seriously look at some pictures to figure out who she was. How much time has she gotten with Clayton? Probably not a lot. Uh, what were her chances of sticking around? Probably not great, but because she was able to drop this information bomb, and it's legit, that raises her stock. Yeah. And, and, this is, and this is what Cassidy does. Cassidy opens herself up, and especially after establishing herself this early as like a front runner or whatever, I mean, you're, the way that she is brazenly going about being a dick, you're opening yourself up to like basically a nobody who would have gone home just outing you as a turd and, and taking advantage of it. So Cassidy, I get it. You're ambitious. Play the game smarter. You, you gotta be, you gotta be the smart evil. We have the chaotic evil. You can't make these mistakes if you want to stick around and be a dick all the time. Yeah. You're not a villain mastermind. That's for sure. You're clumsy. Um, <laughs> why did this pop into my head? This is really weird. Um, <laughs> okay. Did you ever see the movie adaptation of much ado about nothing? I have. Yes. Okay. She's like the Keanu Reeves in the situation. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so there, there's a, there's a deep, 90s Shakespeare reference for you, everyone. Enjoy it. <laughs> that's, what everybody's, that's why people come on. The, that's why you tune in. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so I would assume because I know he said something like, you know, like I've never given no one's ever given taken a rose back, but I'm going to make an exception or whatever. I'm assuming it's mm -hmm. about Cassidy and oh, that we're yeah, going to see that sure. immediately in the next episode. And then we get to see a little Melina blooper and then we're at the end of the episode. So, so there you have it. It was quite yeah. the ride. Um not my, really worthy of a cliffhanger, though. I mean, no. come on. What, Cassidy's a dick is our cliffhanger. Oh, and she got caught. Maybe, being a maybe dick? she tries to like redeem herself or come back or something like that. We'll see. Um, mm -hmm. But it was kind of interesting, uh, I guess. And they had a lot of conflict in this episode, so I'm sure they're like, "Well, let's just save a little conflict for later. Save just a little bit for a treat. For a treat. <laughs> for a treat. <laughs> Steve needs this fix next week. Except we have we have a we have a break next week. Uh, no Bachelor. We're two weeks is the next episode. Why is it like playoffs or something? Or what's I was going to ask you. I thought you knew stuff. I don't know stuff. I don't I, know I'm assuming it's football related. Yeah, it's probably something football. Because I was like, why are they moving it to Monday while there's still football? 
But anyway, yeah. whatever. I don't know. So, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything either. I was so confused when my fantasy season went for 18 weeks. I was like, what is time anymore? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 18. That seems like a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. COVID. Uh, so anyway, everybody, listen, numbers out there are getting scary. And it's hard to get those rapid tests. And it's hard to keep yourself safe. But you still owe it to yourself to keep yourself in your community safe. So please stay home when you can. You know, binge those television series. I'm going to finally start getting into anime, I guess. I guess it's time. (laughs) Guess it's about that time. Yeah, it's time to start watching, you know, 40 season (laughs) series or whatever. Um, I'm starting with One Piece, I think, because I've been told that I have to. So I'm going to do it. And then I'm getting someone's crunchy roll login. I mean, I didn't say that uh, on recording. What are you talking about? Um, So, you know, binge something uh, at home. And be safe and be smart and take care of yourselves and others. Yeah, and don't do needle drugs. We'll watch more anime. Nia Genesis Evangelion Cowboy Bebop. Not the live action series. People don't like that. Watch the cartoons.